Hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting episode of Down to Earth Science with Onoja, where we bring you scientific studies in street side stories. I'm your host, Onoja Simeon, and today we're taking a closer look at the hottest of the nine planetary boundaries listed in the last episode. But first, let's start with some good news. After four good years of the Amazon rainforest in Brazil getting torn up, things are looking better. The damage has dropped big time, like over a third less. That is 34% drop in the cutting down of trees in the Amazon forest. Now, imagine an area of land double the size of India. That's how massive this rainforest is. And it's like nature's massive store of the bad gas, carbon dioxide, CO2. Thereby, it helps to keep our planet cool as it stores away this bad gas. Now, why is this such a big deal? And what is the relationship between reduction in the cutting down of trees in the Amazon forest and the cooling of our planets? The magic word there is climate change. And if you've ever wanted a simple breakdown, you are in the right place. So let's unwrap this together. What is climate? And what exactly do we mean by climate change? Climate is the bigger picture of the usual weather of a place over a long period of time, over many years. It's the average of all the weather moments a place is exposed to over time. So climate change really talks about some notable changes that has been observed in these climatic conditions over the years. To be very honest, climate change has always happened on Earth. And we can see this evidence in um, really old rocks and soil, as well as other historic patterns. But the worry now is how quickly these changes are happening and how extreme they are getting. Temperature, for example, is rising worldwide. I mean, in Europe, at least 15,000 people have died from intense heat wave. Droughts worldwide are lasting longer and getting worse. Even more than 1.7 million people displaced by droughts in Somalia and Ethiopia alone. Sea levels are rising seriously, causing flood. You would have heard of over 8 million people displaced by flood in Pakistan. Now, to understand how this works, imagine that the Earth is a big ball wrapped in a warm blanket. That blanket is a gaseous envelope surrounding Earth. And this gas envelope is known as the atmosphere. Every day, as the sun shines its light, it warms up our planets. And this warmth is very, very important. Else, we'll all just freeze to death. The main job of this gaseous envelope or atmosphere as we referred to it earlier, is to keep just the right amount of the sun's heat close to Earth. So it's neither too hot nor too cold. But here's where things start to heat up a little. Our activities like flying in luxurious planes, driving luxurious cars, using electricity as we want to, or even manufacturing products produce some invisible bad gases. For those of you who are familiar with this gas, we're talking about things like carbon dioxide and methane. Now think of these gases as adding more layers to our earth blankets. And you know what happens when you add layers of blanket on warm days, right? You get too hot. And this heat starts affecting the balance of our planetary system. The extra heat affects a lot of things like ice caps melting. And as this ice cap melts, water level rises, causing flood all around the world, especially in coastal cities. And it's important to add, I keep mentioning examples about humans. This doesn't just affect humans. 
changes in climate mess up the homes of our lovely friends and the animals, these beautiful and lovely animals that we have around. And they lose their homes and some even die out completely. Now, let's come back to the Amazon forest. Trees really are like nature's vacuum cleaners. They love gobbling up those invisible bad gases, helping to remove extra layers from our blankets. But because of our behaviors like cutting down trees, living carelessly and all the other bad things that we do, well, maybe good things in your opinion, the Earth's temperature has been going up slowly. In fact, since 1880, it's been going up by about 0.14 degrees Fahrenheit every 10 years. Now, this rise has become more than twice as fast since 1981. But, 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 let's not only focus on the gloom and the doom. The question you might be asking now is, what can I, as an individual, do? What, what can we do? Well, if you're asking that question, then you're in the one can even say you're in the minority because not many people are asking those questions yet. Now, we must first of all agree that what we really need is a systemic change and team efforts from all sides involving individuals, businesses, and even governments worldwide. And some would even argue that rich countries who pollute the most should handle it, while poorer countries focus on <laughs> basic needs like food and health and, you know, basic survival. But my counter-argument to this is that developing countries of today are the developed countries of tomorrow. Or even ordinary people of today are the industry owners of tomorrow. So you can start cultivating environmentally friendly attitudes as an individual. You know what they say about habits? Keep them up and you live with them forever. So what can you or what can I as an individual do? Number one, we can start producing less waste and recycle as much as we can. You can turn off lights, computers, and electronics when, not, when you're not using them. You can also use energy-efficient bulbs and appliances. You can walk, you can bike, you can carpool, or use public transport if possible. If you have the means, electric car or hybrid cars. If you eat locally, you also reduce carbon footprint involved in transporting this food. Also, you can try to avoid meat sometimes. But if that's difficult, you can start with beef because, again, we'll discuss further how that can help in subsequent episodes. You can start planting trees or even just maintaining that tree around your house, watering it, that tree around your balcony, keeping it alive. That's something you can start doing. If you fix leaky taps, take shots at showers and even use um, water-efficient facilities, you help the environment. Avoid or cut down single-use plastics. Very, very important. If possible, use or support your energy supply with solar or wind. I say if possible because I understand what that means. Now, talk to others about the importance of environmentally friendly behaviors. You know, support policies and leaders that prioritize the environment. You can also purchase products that are made from sustainable materials and support companies with eco-friendly practices. I guess what I'm simply trying to say is every time you do anything, Ask yourself this simple question. Is there a more sustainable way of doing this? And I've just thrown in one interesting word there, sustainable. So next week, we'll be delving deeper into the meaning and what this word sustainability is all about. We'll also help to form some of these questions that you can be asking to help. Remember, it's all about balance. We want to just keep our earth blanket right. Not too thick, not too thin. And with understanding and actions, 
we can help maintain that balance. Thank you for joining today's episode of Down to Earth Science. Stay informed, stay green, and until next time, keep the planet cool.